Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Have you ever asked your child this question? How do you know that I love you? Well, if you have, that's great. And you may or may not have been surprised at some of the answers. Some of the answers may have made you smile, and some of the answers may have made you wonder what's going on and why your child is responding like that. Well, if you haven't asked him or her or them, then perhaps at some point you might want to do that. Today, since we have just celebrated Valentine's Day, and because it's still February, the month of love, as I'm calling it, and as I have come to find out, a lot of people are now referring to that as the month of love. Well, anyway, I want to talk about two things. Number one, the ways children learn that they're loved. And the second thing I want to talk about is basically sharing some of the ways some children have answered. And they have answered the question, what does love mean? And how do you know that you're loved? And we had a parent to ask them this. Well, parents have an awesome responsibility of letting their children know that they are loved. Remember, every child, just like every adult, has a different love language that make them understand and recognize love more than some of the other love languages do. These languages are five, according to Chapman, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, quality time, and touch. Now, knowing your child's love language and using it can make your child feel love. Now, all five of these languages must be used, but you will find it very important to use his or her special love language. And each child has one. And I think what you'll see as I read some of these answers, the love languages of the children start to come out as they respond to you. You can hear a little bit more about these five love languages on my previous podcast. So check those out if you haven't done so already. So let's take a look at some of the ways children learn that they are loved. First of all, as I mentioned, through their predominant love language. And once again, they need all five, but one of them will stand out more than the others. Infants, as you know, require physical touch. In fact, if your child, your baby was in NICU, then you will find that the doctors will encourage skin-to-skin contact. That helps infants to feel loved. And they learn as they go along that they are loved. Now, older children, obviously, will have to have things like hugs or a kiss or 
even a high five for a lot of children will will suffice. And of course, holding them while you're reading to them. The other thing that helps your child feel loved is various bonding experiences. For instance, if your child is a baby, going to a class, baby and me classes, reading to your children, helping your child to achieve a milestone. And you're going to see that some of these things are brought out as the children were asked, how do they know that they are loved? Another way of having your children learn that they're loved is being present. When you're spending time with your child, spend time with your child and spend time doing something that they want to do. Also, you want to make sure you are not on the phone when you're supposed to be with your child. And of course, eye contact will let your child know that you are listening to him or her. Now, there are a lot of other things that I'm sure you can come up with that will allow you to make sure you're being present. But those are a few things. Another thing is, is to give your child true honest praise. You don't want to tell them that they did something perfect because chances are it wasn't perfect. But what you want to say is you did a great job with that. You want to be honest. You want to also make sure you use kind words repeatedly with your child. For some children, a simple thumbs up. They're, if they're on the soccer field and they're playing and they're doing a good job and they look across and they see that thumbs up, that gives them the, a world of pleasure. So remember, true, honest praise. And also, parents, remember this. Praise should be about your what your child does, not about how he or she looks. There was a story that I heard about a young girl, very, very attractive young girl, but that is what she was always praised about. She was always told how beautiful she looked, how great and wonderful her eyes were, and just things like that. They were always about her physical appearance. Well, unfortunately, this girl was in a car accident, and it left a scar on her face. Needless to say, her this child no longer felt worthy, and it took a while for them to start helping her out of that. So remember, praise your child, praise your child honestly, and praise him or her based on what he or she does, not on their looks. Also, your support helps your child to learn that they're loved. And being consistent with it and being there for them when they are successful about something or with something, and when they fail at something, because they're going to fail. And you need to make sure you handle that just right. Last but certainly not least, what I want to mention is that you need to remain their parent. You're not your child's friend. Now, time will come when they are grown, they become adults, and you will become friends. But as they are growing up, 
you have to remain their parent. Remember, friends cannot discipline friends, but parents can and should. Now, let's take a look at how some children answered the question. Now, first up, I'm going to talk about an answer how a few of my grandchildren responded. Their mom asked them, and this is Neva, she's six years old, and her mom said, how do you know I love you? Well, Neva came back with the answer, because you work to get money. You and Papa share, and you buy stuff for us. Lauren came back and said, so us buying things for you make you feel that we love you? And she said, well, yes, and you get me food. I could be out on the street with no food if it wasn't for you. That was Neva, age six. Now, her brother Owen is eight, and Lauren asked him, said, when someone says love, what does that mean to you? And Owen comes back, and he said, it means someone is very caring and is responsive. And whenever you talk, they listen. I know that Papa loves me because he is always treating me very well and providing me with the stuff that I need to live and to thrive. I also know that he loves me because he is always trying to do fun stuff with me. Lauren asked him, said, like what? And Owen went on to answer and he said, like playing soccer with me, playing basketball and playing football. Our grandson, Evan, is five, and he is the brother to Neva and Owen. Lauren asked Evan, said, how do you know that I love you? And Evan boldly said, because you helped me ride my bike correctly when I had no training wheels. Lauren then asked Evan, what do people do to show they love you? And Evan said, they share with you. And they help you when you are hurt. And they help you do things. Colin, age 12, is the brother, the oldest brother, to Evan, Neva, and Owen. Lauren asks him, how do you know I love you? And Colin says, I know you love me because you tell me all the time. And you help me with stuff when I don't know how to do it. She asks him, how do you show other people that you love them? And he said, I help them with stuff when they don't know how to do it too. Our grandson Trey is eight. He's an only child. And when his mom asked him, how did he know that she, he, she loved him? He said, I know you love me when you're home. It makes me happy. You love someone when you're a family. And when you're married, that was what Trey said. Now we have a set of twins. They are sisters and they are cousins to Evan, Colin, Trey, and Neva. Piper, 11, told her mom that she knew that she was loved because she was given a rabbit and then she'll get another rabbit and another rabbit. Then she got serious and she said, I know you love me because you keep saying it. Then she said, but sometimes it doesn't seem like it because you yell a lot 
when it's not even that person's that's doing something. It's enough to make you think right there, isn't it? Her sister, Bran, kept it short and sweet. And she answered, uh, well, you tell me that you love me. You tell me that you do. Now, I'd like to share some answers that were given by um, a few children. And the article is written by Eladan Lashkari. And it was done December the 29th, 2010. And they ask a group of kids ages four through eight, what does love mean? And here's how these children described the answer. Rebecca, age eight, said, when my grandmother got arthritis, she couldn't bend over and paint her toenails anymore. So my grandfather does it for her all the time, even when his hands got arthritis, too. That's love. Rebecca said. Billy, age four, said, when someone loves you, the way they say your name is different. You just know that your name is safe in their mouth. Then we have Terry, age four. She said, love is what makes you smile when you're tired. Mothers, I'm sure we all can relate to that, right? Danny, age seven, said, Love is when my mommy makes coffee for my daddy and she takes a sip before giving it to him to make sure the taste is okay. You see, parents, Danny was watching his mom and dad. Children are learning how to love and what love is from us. Emily is eight years old and she says, Love is when you kiss all the time. Then when you get tired of kissing, you still want to be together and you talk more. My mommy and daddy are like that. They look gross when they kiss. Typical age eight, right? Okay, now here's Bobby. Bobby says, love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and listen. I love that. It's worth repeating. Bobby says, love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and listen. Then we have Nika, age six. She says, if you want to learn to love better, you should start with a friend who you hate out of the mouths of babes, right? It's something that we all could learn from if you want to learn to love better you should start with the friend who you hate. Noel, age seven, says, love is when you tell a guy you like his shirt, then he wears it every day. And Tommy, age six, says, love is like a little old woman and a little old man who are still friends, even after they know each other so well. And then we have a child who says, During my piano recital, I was on a stage and I was scared. I looked at all the people watching me and saw my daddy waving and smiling. He was the only one doing that. I wasn't scared anymore. Once again, I see that waving and smiling as praise, a way to learn that someone loves you. That was from Cindy age eight. Elaine, age five, says, love is when mommy gives daddy the 
best piece of chicken. Chris, age seven, says, love is when mommy sees daddy smelly and sweaty and still says he is handsomer than Robert Redford. Chris has been listening and watching. Then we have Mary Ann, age four. Love is when your puppy licks your face, even after you left him alone all day. Lauren, age four, says, I know my older sister loves me because she gives me all her old clothes and has to go out and buy new ones. Lauren, age four, when she becomes 14, I wonder if this will still be her definition of love. Now let's look at what Karen, age seven, says. When you love somebody, your eyelashes go up and down and little stars come out of you. You can visualize that, can't you? Mark, age six, says, love is when mommy sees daddy on the toilet and she doesn't think it's gross. That's Mark age six. Then we have Jessica, age eight. You really shouldn't say I love you unless you mean it. But if you mean it, you should say it a lot because people forget. And then there's this final one that the author put in here. And she says, the winner was a four-year-old child whose next door neighbor was an elderly gentleman who had recently lost his wife. Upon seeing the man cry, the little boy went into the old gentleman's yard, climbed onto his lap, and just sat there. When his mother asked what he had said to the neighbor, the little boy said, nothing, I just helped him cry. Now, that is enough to choke anybody up. That I've read this a couple of times, and, and each time I read it, I get a knot in my throat. That is love. Nothing. I just helped him cry. So parents, remember, children learn what is love and how to love from watching you and from listening to you. You are their role models. Show them how to love as you parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.